G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another Fry's Fast Five. I am back talking a little bit of AFL fantasy. Uh, I just revealed my team and then I'm going to dive a little bit into some NBA talk. Finally, we got footy back. Last night's game was a little bit underwhelming. It was pretty textbook five goal win for Richmond. It's what we all expect to start the season. Don't know why this is still a regular fixture. I'd love to see the grand finalists play each other again, which I'm sure they'll change in a couple of years. But like I said, I've finally released my starting side for my AFL fantasy season. Uh, didn't go super great last night, a couple of players I had, but let me run quickly through each line. Uh, in defense, I've got two big dogs in Jake Lloyd and Alex Witherden. Did toss up with having Nick Newman, but I wasn't risking it after his second shitty JLT score. And he came out and uh, spoiled the party for people who didn't pick him, but Credit to those that had the guts to follow through. I've gone with Zach Williams at my third defensive spot. I think uh, Brody Smith is in play for a lot of coaches, but I like Williams a little bit higher. And then I've gone with three rookies on my field. I've got Dersma, Clark and Collins all down back. And then on the bench, I've got Scrimshaw and Marty Hoare. Paid a little bit extra for Scrimshaw, but I think he's gonna be worth it. Uh, those three defensive rooks, I think uh, a little bit more expensive than your basement price ones, but I think they're going to be worth it. Uh, in the midfield, I've gone with Paddy Cripps, who I put the VC on last night. I won't be taking his captain score, though. Uh, following that, I've got Brayshaw, Matty Crouch, and then Dusty as my fourth midfielder. Now, a lot of people will probably rage trade him out this week, but I listened to Dimmer Hardwick's press conference after the game, and he did say that it was pretty slippery out there and that Dusty still had 30 touches. Bit alarming that he only had about four marks and didn't have a tackle, but didn't kick a goal, and he always sucks against Carlton. So I might hold him through this week and just give him another week or two to see how he looks, but I think he's going to be a decent player and probably improve on his average. But yeah, last night wasn't a great start. Um, after that, I have gone and spent a little bit up on Tim Taranto for my fifth midfield spot. I'm not starting Brad Crouch. All pre-season I said that I didn't want to pick him just because of how his body hasn't held up over time. I know that when he's fit and firing, he's amazing, but yeah, he and Liver were both in calculations for that spot. But because I've gone a bit cheaper and paid for some of the rookies on my field, I had some money to put Taranto into that spot. And with Josh Kelly out, I think he's going to start the year on fire. So that's my thinking a bit behind that. I never like to have guys who have too much injury concern. And I know I've got Zach Williams, but he's really the only one in my side that fits that mid-price injury bracket. Um, on the field after that, I've got all rooks. I've got Sammy Walsh, Bailey Scott, and then Charlie Constable with Gibbons and Tommy Atkins on my bench. So all five of them are pretty popular rooks. I do really like the looks of Bailey Scott, and I think he'll score well against Freo this week. On my ruck line, I'm starting with Brody Grundy and Jared Witts. A pretty popular pick in R1, but I've taken a chance on Wits, who I think is a safe play. Probably won't score much more than 90, 95, but gives me a while to kind of have a look at this Max Gone thing and gives me a little bit of extra money to pay up for someone like Timmy Taranto. Uh, on the bench there, I've gone with Darcy Fort and Matthew Flynn. I was going to start with Archie Smith if he was named, but I think he's someone I'll bring in for my ruck bench to generate some money throughout the year. Forward line, pretty vanilla as Continues with the theme of the large fries and coke. I've got Danger as my first midfielder, followed by Dunkley and Heaney. Then I've got another mid-pricer in Warple, who I think is going to be great. And following that, I have Setterfield and Drew with Noah Bolter and Giran Myers on my bench. So Bolter, I'm not going to be too alarmed about after his shit score. He only scored 29, but it's 
one of the glories of AFL fantasy. Sometimes your risks don't pay off. Uh, quickly touching on the NBA playoff scenario. We've got pretty much locked in now. In the East, Orlando might be able to jump Miami for that last spot. Charlotte's a couple of games back as well, but I think they're almost out of it. But in the West, we've got four teams on 42 and 30 at the moment. We've got the Thunder, the Jazz, the Spurs, and the Clippers, all tied in those bottom four seeds. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they chop and change. Uh, long-time Sports by Fryer listeners will be happy to know that JLo will be making an appearance on the podcast next week. Offers a little bit of outside-the-box thinking when it comes to AFL fantasy, so we'll get a couple of his takes, and we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA playoff matchups currently and what we expect. He's a big Nuggets fan, so he'll be happy with them uh, sitting atop the conference. And as you can see, being a Cleveland fan myself, I'm getting right into March Madness and watching a lot of Zion and Ja Morant. Fingers crossed the Cavs can land one of them. Thanks for tuning in, though. Good luck for the AFL fantasy season. Until next time, peace.